What is up, everybody? Hey. Welcome back to Just Moved In. My name is Sydney. You can call me Sid. And my name is Sam. You can call me that. I cannot believe we are on episode three already. Boom, boom, boom. We put out two episodes on one day. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about, you know, the feedback we've gotten and just the audience that we have? It's been pretty cool, honestly. Right? Yeah. It's been nice to see people come out and support the podcast and start following us on Instagram. Yeah, I think so too. It's just nice to see, I don't know, we wanted this to be a community and it feels like it's starting to be that. Yeah, our and DMs are flooded. We're flooded with questions and stuff. So <laughs> it's, I don't know. I don't know how to be like a bro, you know, <laughs> like I tried that. I wasn't trying to be a bro. Right, but we are I getting was. a lot of DMs. <laughs> but I was trying to be a bro and it just didn't work. Okay, anyway. That's off brand. Yeah, I know. So what happened this week? I mean, how are you doing? How are you feeling? I'm good. Um, We've had a pretty busy week. Oh God, I know. So I'm really happy it's the weekend, although it's gone by pretty fast. Yeah. And that's that's my week. That's it? I think we had a pretty good weekend. I mean, yesterday we went hiking. Oh, I'm pretty sore from Are that. Are you? Yeah. I'm not as sore, but I have a lot of bug bites. Like, mm. I don't think I realized how many bugs were biting me at the time because I was so excited and it was beautiful (laughs) out there. And so I was just one with nature. Now I'm back. Yeah, you were really one with nature. Yeah, of course. I was. (laughs) So now that we're back, I have bug bites all over my legs and that kind of sucks, but that's all right. I had a pretty good week too. Nature is not trying to let you go. No. It's trying to hold on to you. I did not get that many bug bites and I didn't get sunburned even though I didn't wear sunscreen. Oh, thank God. I forgot about that. I We brought sunscreen too. Well, it was pretty shaded. So it's not like we needed to worry That's about true. that. Yeah. And it was, there was like an overcast while we were hiking. Oh, well, Sydney, just because it's not sunny out doesn't mean you can't get sunburned. <laughs> oh, is that real? Yeah. Oh. You what? didn't know that? I mean, I wear like SPF on my face every day, whether I'm going outside or not, but I just do it because it's part of my skincare routine and less because I know what I'm supposed to be doing, <laughs> like when I'm supposed to be wearing sunscreen. You can get sunburned? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, what? I think it's just an issue for people who are really sensitive to the sun, but even though the UV index would be like a two or a three on a cloudy day, you can still get sunburned, especially if you're you swimming. Learn. Oh, because of the like reflection in the water. Yeah, makes it worse. I don't know. You're under a magnifying glass, I guess. Uh, Like with the water there, so even though it's not like super duper sunny, you can still get a sunburn. I didn't know that. The things we learn throughout Mm -hmm. this podcast—it's crazy. Yeah, science hour with Sam. Science hour. I should have Bill Nye on this podcast, and we can talk science. DM him. I will. Okay. Perfect. Well, do you want to shout out? the small business for the week yeah so the small business for this episode is i'm at fitness run by ioni banner um, who's a fourth year at the university of chicago and i'm at fitness is focused on making fitness affordable for everyone especially those who have faced greater obstacles in achieving better health outcomes they provide workout plans nutrition guides and workout gear and new programs will be released in august Um, So Ayani tries to focus on, instead of telling people how to restrict themselves, she wants to teach people how they incorporate healthy practices into their lifestyles and spread awareness about various Mm. topics like the social determinants of health and health inequalities. 
So right now she has a website up that will link and an Instagram up that will link. You can buy classes and gear there. And in the future, she's hoping to do community outreach and partner partner with local health organizations. That's so sick. Yeah. We just, you just ordered uh, the resistance bands, right? Mm-hmm. What kind of resistance bands were they? They were like the fabric ones. So instead of nice. like plastic, which I've used, and I think we have a bunch of sets of, one of which is actually in my car. I should bring that up. Oh, yeah. Um, but Ionis are cloth. That's nice. Uh, so they're better to like wrap around your legs. That's like the worst when you're oh. doing the resistance bands and then they shrivel up or whatever on your thigh Especially and it hurts me, so bad. When you get a little braid Ooh, hair. of hair in there, oh, it's miserable. Oh yeah, the fabric ones are probably so much better. I'm so excited to They're try super those. Thick. They're like two inches thick. Oh nice. Yeah, they look awesome. Oh, that's great. So yeah, shout out to I'm at Fitness. If you're looking for more consistency in your workout routines. Uh, especially during social distancing slash quarantine when a lot of gyms are iffy yeah. at best. She has online classes and ebooks and a whole, uh, like a bunch of material cool. that you can buy. Awesome. Well, I think that shout out segues really well into this week's topic. It's almost like we planned it. Did we do that? Oh my God. Are we real organized podcasters? <laughs> No, definitely not. The answer is no to that. <laughs> um, well, this week we are talking about working out and staying healthy. I think maybe it's beneficial for both of us to run through like what is our relationship with working out and staying healthy right now and like through, you know, the past few years. Do you yeah. want to start? Yeah, Okay. for sure. Up until probably two years ago, working out was almost like a job for me. Mm-hmm. I was a high school athlete. And I played basketball pretty much year round. So there were like two or three weeks a year that I wasn't (laughs) consistently working out and going to training and playing games. And then I played college basketball for two years and it was even more intense then. I would get a pretty consistent off season, I would say, in college. But for the most part, that was filled with five days a week of working out. In season, it was six days. So... I'm actually fairly new to the idea of building my own workout plan and finding something that fits for me. I think before I had always been trying to do as much as possible. Work out as many times as possible is never a bad time to be in the gym. Like that was the mantra that I was raised on. I would say over the past two years, I've gotten pretty good at being a consistent exerciser. It's something that I do more just to stay in shape and feel good about myself rather than trying to achieve like weight or appearance or like ability goals. I think I've worked more towards like just physically feeling happy with where I'm at than trying to like cut or shred or like be super intense about my workout. Yeah, like people have different phases of their workouts they go through. I just like to get good at a few exercises and then after like two or three months, I'll switch it up and do like a new routine. Um, But that's really kind of how I've evolved and where I'm at in terms of working out. Yeah, I think mine is a little different. (laughs) I, you know, when I was younger, I played sports and I was really active. When I got to college, I was not a college athlete, (laughs) to say the least. (laughs) So I had to find my own schedule within that. To be quite honest, I struggle a lot with working out, mostly because 
I hated really going to the gym. I couldn't find a workout that I liked a lot. Mm -hmm. Like I get so bored with workouts so quickly that I'll do it for two weeks and then I'll say like, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm bored. Um, so because of that, I focus more on like the healthy eating side of if you're not going to go to the gym, you at least need to eat well. I am gluten-free, which isn't technically a health thing, but when you do cut out carbs for a lot of your meals, it does help in like maintaining a certain weight or whatever. I try to eat like as many veggies as possible. Um, I think my relationship with working out and eating healthy it's complicated to say the <laughs> least. Like I know I should be working out and I want to eat healthy, but there are times when I just feel so stressed out and I have so much going on, especially in college and even now working full time. Like it is so hard to say I'm going to just go work out for an hour or whatever, especially when I don't really want to. It mm-hmm. feels like a forced thing. Another part of it too is like, my mindset was like, you have to work out and eat healthy because you have to maintain a certain body. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think a lot of women face that of like just societal pressure to stay in shape because we want to look good. Um, I gained 20 pounds in two months. Mm-hmm. And part of that was like to do with medicines I was taking. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I got off that, but Also, part of it was I was so stressed out in school. I wasn't working out. I was eating whatever was quick. So going to like a quick sushi spot or going to a quick whatever. And Mm -hmm. after a while, like it just you pack on the pounds. And it was hard for me because I was that was my new habit. And so now being out of college, I'm trying to gain a better relationship with working out and eating healthy and make it less of a forced thing and more of a how you said of I just do it because it makes me happy Mm -hmm. and I want to get better with like that mindset so that's where I'm at it's complicated (laughs) like on Facebook my relationship is complicated (laughs) yeah no I think that's pretty natural especially in a time of transition that we're in but like transition in ways we never expected transitioning (laughs) from pre-pandemic to in the pandemic and trying to adjust our habits and you were talking about a few days ago going to work out now feels like such an extra thing Mm -hmm. because usually I would go to work and on my drive home I would just go straight to the gym right it would be like the thing I did at the end of every single work day I would usually go four or five days a week and I just do that and not work out on the weekends but now that I don't have a commute I just wake up and start working and then I work all day and I'm tired by the end of the day I just want to relax and being like I'm going to go down to the gym that's in our apartment building or even set up a mat literally two (laughs) feet from where we work and be like I'm going to do my workout now it feels like so much I know I mean I think living with you has given me a new perspective on working out because of your relationship with it Mm -hmm. I think that has helped me to push myself to say like you got to work out it's good for you at the end of the day and after I work out I do feel better Mm -hmm. like after I eat healthy food I feel way better so it's not like it's not like I hate it even after I do it I really like it it's just actually getting there Mm -hmm. is the hard part I was gonna say the same thing that living with you has actually helped me work out more so 
You think? Oh, 100%. Some, I think for the last few weeks, you've been way more dedicated to the workout routine. Yeah. And it really helps me to just do it, especially because the workouts we're doing now are something that I'm not really used to. Yeah. I wouldn't do it without you. <laughs> oh, thanks, hon. I don't know. I think it's nice to have a buddy. Like, I definitely get motivated when... I'm working out with someone, even in college, like I would work out with Neha or I would work out with Faith. Mm-hmm. And I was always pushing myself even harder when I'm with other people. I've always been like that though. Um, when I played soccer, I loved working out because it was a team thing to do. Yeah. Um, and I think I kept that mindset throughout of like, I want people around me. And so I do the workout classes and I like that model instead of the individual workouts. So I think it's helped like having you and being able to work out together. Speaking of what you like when you work out, let's do our first question. Yes. What is your favorite workout to do? And what is your least favorite workout to do? Favorite workout to do? I mean, like I said, I love the group workouts. I love hit workouts, like really quick, fast ones that are always changing in terms of what you're doing. And it's so fast sometimes that you don't even realize like, oh, I just worked out for an hour. Mm-hmm. Like I used to go to Orange Theory, which does a lot of hit style workouts what is hit hits high intensity intervals so you're going like you're doing a bunch of small things really quickly Uh and so i like that model because i can't even get in my own head of like oh god this is so hard because you're constantly moving to another thing so that's my favorite my least favorite weight training i mean i (laughs) i like i hate lifting weights i don't know what it is i just i find it so boring and then in my head Whenever I think about weight training, I think of like what's happening in the weight room and guys in the weight room, (laughs) sorry, are so annoying sometimes. Half the time they're just standing there looking at themselves in the mirror. The other half are like grunting so loudly. Sometimes you need to grunt though. I know, but it freaks me out. I don't know. And I just, sometimes I just feel like that is not the space for me. Like I just want a workout class with my ladies and like Zoom. (laughs) You know what I mean? So weight training would be my least favorite what's yours your favorite and least favorite my favorite is definitely weight training (laughs) (laughs) of course (laughs) yeah (laughs) um part of it is i like weightlifting that's been my main form of additional workout if i'm being really honest my favorite form of exercise is playing volleyball (laughs) so oh that's good Yeah. yeah it's awesome and i lost probably the most weight I've ever lost on just a steady diet of going after class to play volleyball. (laughs) And I was like the skinniest and healthiest I've ever been just doing that. And I think that was, I loved it. Being able to find a game to play that is one like really challenging and tiring, which if you've ever played volleyball, especially beach volleyball, that's no joke. You were running around in that sand nonstop. But like you said, you don't even know you're working out until you get home and you're like chilling out for the night and you're like, oh my God, I'm so Everything sore. <laughs> and I'm like, why am I sore? I was only having fun today. Yeah. And then you realize like, oh, playing volleyball is exhausting. So if I could like do that every day, I would work out seven days a week, 365 days a year. <laughs> um, but in terms of like practical workouts right. that we can do in Minnesota consistently. True, yeah. I like weight training and I think a big part of that is because when I weight train, it's headphones in, I don't interact with other people. It's kind of like my time during the day, 
especially when I get really, really, really busy and I'm yeah. working really long hours and in school when I had um, a ton of work to do, I would just go work out and get that like alone time to decompress right. and like th- process your day. So that is my favorite. And like I was saying, I grew up weight training. I would play basketball and then I would weight train. And those were like the ways that I worked out. So in terms of feeling comfortable and knowledgeable, which I think is a huge part when it comes to working out, you do what you feel comfortable and like confident in doing. And weight training for me is 100% my comfort zone. I feel like I've learned a ton over the course of my life. Yeah, that makes sense. I think you also brought up a good point of like, working out isn't just your typical weight training hit workouts mm-hmm. you can work out while hiking like we went oh, hiking yeah. yesterday or volleyball playing a sport or i don't know walking is technically a work like you can do fun things and it's still a workout <laughs> like yeah it doesn't have to be your typical whatever i'm doing in the gym is the only form of working out exactly for the hiking example yesterday we could have just gone around again we could have done more and it could be like a super strenuous workout so yeah. instead of having to like feel like oh i'm gonna go for a hike but i have to get in my workout later just yeah. do extra like do more in your everyday life that's a huge part of fitness and health for me is making choices to walk somewhere instead of driving or just do a little bit extra instead of taking like the most convenient or the shortest route. Yeah, That's how you incorporate working out or at least health into a lifestyle to me instead of just making like delineated times every right. single day where I'm going to go do my workout. Yeah. Uh, for my least favorite workout, gosh... I'm going to say, although I'm changing on this, mm-hmm. I will still say running is my least favorite form of working uh, out. Yeah. I think it always makes me get hurt. What do you mean? Well, I tried to start running and my knee now been hurting yeah. for the last month and a half. I never ran in my entire life up until (laughs) i have never run well the pandemic is really like the first time that i've ever been like okay i'm gonna make a point to like run right as a form of fitness as opposed to playing basketball which my excuse for never going on distance runs ever when i was in high school and growing up was well i play basketball i run enough yeah i did not like it i'm seeing why some people like it now yeah but i would say running generally I always seem to just like pick up an injury somewhere. It's so harsh on your joints. I think that's the, that's a piece for me that was really tough. I mean, I ran for soccer. That was Mm -hmm. easy, but it's like, you're running for a goal. I don't know. And you're in grass. (laughs) Yeah, that too. And I just could never get myself to say, I'm going to go run for three miles every day. You did for a bit. Okay. Yeah. So, but Neha and I ran a half marathon or planned to run a half marathon and Mm -hmm. then COVID hit. So the half marathon got canceled, but my brother and I actually ran it. Like I was home and I was so bored on the day that we were supposed to run it in Philly. And I just asked him like, Hey, would you run a half marathon with me (laughs) in our neighborhood? And he said, yes, which I mean, shout out to Richard. I don't know why he said, I think there was a lot of boredom happening (laughs) in that area. Everyone was just so bored. Um, so we did train for that kind of we set up a schedule and we ran in the morning sometimes we would wake up at like 6 45 7 to get out the door and run which again 
was nice because I had a partner mm-hmm. with me. Um, running then was easy. And we never we never said like, oh, we need to finish under this time. It was like, we just want to run to run and be active. And so sometimes our pace was like 11 minutes. Like it would be as if we were walking. But mm-hmm. just getting out, I think, was important. And stretching saved us. If we weren't stretching and I had a foam roller, so I would roll out like... I'd be miserable. I know Mm -hmm. that. So I'm with you on the running. Running's hard. So have you been teasing the answer to the second question throughout this first one? I think I might have. Um, So the second question is, how do you stay motivated? Definitely other people. I Mm -hmm. think it's, for me, so nice to have a group there supporting each other, working together. And I just naturally feel like I should push myself a bit harder when other people are around, which probably isn't great. Like when I'm by myself, I still push myself and I complete the workouts and, you know, I do a good job, but it's just more fun when you're with people. Mm -hmm. Uh, So that would definitely be my motivation for working out. I think honestly, I work out when I feel like I need to and when I want to. Yeah. Especially when I quit basketball, I would always get this itch to like you need to go work out you need to go work out you need to get in the gym it's been a day or two days and you haven't worked out and so I would always feel this like compulsion to go work out even if I was super tired or I didn't want to do that at all I think now I've gotten to a place with working out where I might not work out for like a week or I might stop working out altogether for a little bit and I try not to beat myself up over that, especially when it was like, for example, the last quarter of school that I had, I was super busy. I was taking classes that were really difficult and I had my thesis to write and I was working part time and I just stopped working out for a few weeks. I started feeling like, oh man, you're going to get super unhealthy. You're going to be super unhappy. And I just kind of told myself no, I'm just going to do this because it's what I need to do and it's what makes me feel happy. I think especially a big part of that was the fact that I was graduating and obviously we didn't expect the pandemic to hit, but it was still kind of coming up on that end time with all my friends and all the people that I'd grown close to. And instead of forcing myself to spend an hour and a half going to the gym every day, I would just hang out with my friends and spend quality time with them and not really sweat over missing a couple workouts or just stopping to work out altogether. But once I graduated and I got home and priorities in the situation shifted, I got back to working out almost every single day. I mean, I think I probably like from April to through May, I was working out almost daily. Yeah. And I just think I let myself kind of feel the need to work out or not work out like during the past week we've definitely been slacking (laughs) on our workouts yeah but we're both busy and each day we look at each other and it's like how are we gonna fit this workout in and still feel like like for me a huge important part of staying rested is actually taking time during the day to like rest and decompress and do something that's enjoyable and I don't know I think right now with the pandemic happening and trying to find our way in like the work world, it's almost 
healthy to just say we don't need to push ourselves and stress over getting a workout in today let's eat healthy let's have tofu for dinner instead of beef right like i think that is for me a way to stay healthy but also be realistic with how i'm feeling yeah i agree i think unfortunately and i sort of mentioned this before another motivator for me for the longest time was like i have to stay skinny yeah and i think a lot of people face that of like i have to have the six pack i have to be muscular i can't have body fat i like if i'm wearing a swimsuit this is what i need to look like Mm -hmm. and that pressure sometimes makes it miserable because you model after the models of the world and these famous people who don't even look like that in real life like Mm -hmm. you look at these magazines you're like that's not real or instagram people like even friends i mean i know people who face sorry to call people out but like i know people who face tune their photos and like do all you have no you have no idea Mm -hmm. what people bodies really look like because we're so obsessed with editing and making sure that we look good but when you look at it on your screen it's all you see is like that's that person and that's what they look like that's the initial thought so you compare yourself and i've had to almost cut myself back from saying i'm gonna work out six days a week or seven days a week or whatever and focus more on my mindset of like okay why are you doing this Mm-hmm. is it really for exactly. your benefit or is it for everyone else's benefit right mm-hmm. like you really need to be happy with the relationship that you have with your body first before you can really be successful in a workout or your relationship with food in mm-hmm. my opinion i've always been very sensitive about the food piece because my dad has diabetes and i think watching his relationship with food my mom always brought in like really healthy food for all of us kids because we knew that he struggled with it and so making sure that you know we were healthy and we learned how to eat well was really important for her and for him I mean he never was like eat more food or whatever that's crazy but he did struggle with it and Mm -hmm. I think today he still does and part of that you know I'm not going to go into like my dad's history and you know Mm -hmm. his childhood whatever but there is something to be said for you know growing up in poor areas for him where he didn't have access to a lot of food Mm -hmm. Um, and that had a huge impact on his relationship to food today but I think for me I've always focused on the food piece more than the workout piece because my parents never really worked out but the one thing that was so central to our lives was food whether it was like the best thing in the world or the worst thing in the world you know I think my motivation stems from like the food side more than the working out side too Yeah. And I think something you said there about asking whether what you're doing is for yourself or for something else is super important. And once I started asking that question to myself, I realized that a lot of the pressures I'd put on myself to go to the gym five days a week or to stick to a schedule. And I'm not knocking any of these things because I am the first person to when I'm feeling that motivation and when I'm feeling like for the last you know two months or whatever while I was at home quarantining it was like of course I'll stick to my schedule it's no big deal like and I think people who are doing that keep doing it it's awesome it's if it's making you happy and it's what you want to be doing with your time do that but 
I started to ask myself, am I really unhappy being 10 pounds heavier than I usually was when I was playing? Yeah. Or are you unhealthy if you're 10 pounds heavier? Am I unhealthy? Is this making me unhappy? Or do I just see the number on the scale and then think, oh, I used to be 10 pounds lighter? Right. Or look at myself in the mirror and say, oh, my arms used to be a little bit bigger or a little bit more defined. Yeah. And I think a lot of the time growing up my reaction would be okay i need to get back to that weight or that muscle tone or whatever it might be but honestly now i look at myself and i am significantly heavier than i ever was when i was playing basketball and i'm pretty happy i'm pretty healthy i don't feel like there's been a huge impact in my day-to-day life at all yeah i just think that's how I've come to terms with just the different circumstances that I'm in. I mean, I literally used to have athletics as a job basically. And now I have a job (laughs) and I have another and working out has become something that I do, but it's not central to my life. Yeah, I agree. I mean, there's always a balance, right? And if you do have a really structured workout regime and Mm -hmm. you are working out seven days a week and whatever, cool, do that. Just make sure that, You're doing it for you. Don't feel pressure to do it for all of these other people. Those people don't matter. The reality is, and I think what's helped me a lot is being able to talk to my friends about how I'm feeling about my body and my relationship to working out and food or talking to you about it and like getting support of you're not doing anything wrong. Gaining weight is okay. And it's also natural. Like as we all get older, our metabolism <laughs> yeah. hates us. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not going to stay with us forever. So I used to be able to eat everything under the sun mm-hmm. and nothing would change. Now I eat a slice of pizza and I see the difference <laughs> right away. But yeah. it's fine. Like yeah. the number doesn't matter. It really doesn't. The Mm-mm. scale doesn't matter. The number doesn't matter. And most of the time, like it, it really doesn't matter because when you gain more muscle, y- you might see that number go up mm-hmm. still. It's not like, oh, I'm 120 pounds and that's the goal. It's like, okay, but you could be 130 pounds and be way healthier and have way more like workout ability mm-hmm. and stamina, but you're 10 pounds heavier. So, well, and we're so critical of ourselves. Yeah we see the difference in tiny amounts of change in weight or body fat because we literally look at ourselves every day. Mm -hmm. Like that's a good point. Other people aren't looking at yourself, looking at you and hyper examining you like you are yourself. And I think at a certain point you've just got to be like, yeah, I notice a difference, but I, that's kind of natural. Right. Like Like it just, I obviously see the difference in myself because I am examining myself every single day right so i don't know everyone is beautiful yeah that's all it really comes down to is you are you and you are beautiful and if you love to work out all the time great if you don't want to work out all the time great yeah don't do it right just Just be healthy whatever mm -hmm. that means for you and i think some of that has to do with food if you're not going to work out as much like I do recommend saying if I can't work out all the time, I'm going to at least try to eat healthy. Even if it's like one meal a week where you say, I'm just going to do all vegetarian for this meal or Mm -hmm. I'm going to do tofu. I'm going to replace that with 
you know, beef or chicken or whatever else, or I'm going to eat fish instead of any and pork or whatever. Um, so making those changes. Yeah. It's an adjustment, especially for someone like if you go a long time working out very consistently and then you stop working out, what needs to change is your diet because you were fueling somebody who had a very different, had very different demands for calories throughout the day. So more than like trying to squeeze a workout in, if you're really not feeling it, just cut back and drink a lot of water, drink a lot of water, Drink a ton of water. We are all so dehydrated. Yeah. And like, I don't think people realize how much water you're supposed to drink a day. Yeah. And we don't. At I, would, all. I would also say instead of, from what I just said, instead of just cutting back on foods, you don't even have to cut back the amount you eat, but eat things that are healthier, yeah. and lowering calories. Um, which I think. Last question. Yeah. Let's I think it, it sort of ties right in, which is, you know, what are some quick, easy, healthy meals? What's fun to eat? Do you meal prep? Sort of all about food. Tofu. Tofu. I love tofu. Sydney got me onto tofu when we moved in together. Yeah. And it's changed my life because it doesn't taste weird. It doesn't <laughs> feel weird, which is what I was worried about. I honestly thought it was going to be like jello. Ooh. Like savory jello, which well, I was it's just like not raw, feeling. Raw, I guess. Like when you don't bake it, it looks like. Yeah. That. It's like. All jiggly. <laughs> Um, but tofu is amazing. I can eat so much of it. This is kind of what I was just saying is, I don't know what the comparison was that you did where it was like beef to tofu. Yeah. Oh, it's stupid. It's insane. I can't remember what it is, but it's so insane. It's like three times the amount of tofu has like half the calories of beef or something like that. It's insane. And it is just i can eat like a giant bowl of tofu and feel full but then like an hour later i'm just chilling i'm not having like that bloated <laughs> yeah like gross feeling you get from when you eat like a burger oh yeah and then it just sits in your stomach yeah so for me a quick easy healthy meal well i don't know about quick and easy i guess if you bake it it's quicker but tofu can be a lot of work on the stove well if you're trying to dry the tofu yourself so i think i think at some grocery stores they have like pre-dried tofu oh okay um or like even ready-made meals like just buying those but having tofu ready-made meals because those are dried and you probably just stick them in the microwave or something i think it's relatively easy i mean even with chicken like you take yeah it's true like it's the same sort of process all right, I take that back. Tofu's easy to make. Okay. <laughs> is cool. that what you wanted me to say? Yes. No, <laughs> I mean, it is kind of annoying to have to dry it. It takes a while. But it's easy. It's just time-consuming, right? Yeah. So just depends. What, I think um, for me, quick, easy meals, you're totally right about the tofu. I also think having like a thing of rice in your fridge mm-hmm. is really nice so and separate like switching out white rice for brown rice like doing those alternatives helps a lot in terms of being healthy um but i mean we most of the time have like a thing of rice in our fridge to just have because it's quick you can make so much of it yeah and it's a great just base for any food you can also do quinoa which is like the same process as making rice and you can make a ton of it and it's really good for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, so highly recommend quinoa or just pre-making a bunch of, is it starch or grain, I guess? Yeah, starch or grain. 
Is it like what is quinoa? Is it a grain? That's a uh, yeah, it's a grain. Okay, so like have some grains just ready for you throughout the week mm-hmm. to pile whatever protein you want that night, right? Which is chicken or fish or whatever. Um, yeah, that would be my biggest thing in terms of meal prep. Like I don't know if it's full meal prep, but it's at least preparing some things so you're not so overwhelmed. Like oh, I have to make rice or I have to make pasta or I have to, every single night. Yeah, I think that's super true. The best way for me to meal prep and i think we've started to do this is to make a few elements of the meal that last throughout the week so whether it's rice or something that i'm really a fan of especially in the winter is making a big pot of homemade pasta sauce i like to make Mm -hmm, pasta sauce at home one because it tastes better and two because you get to control a lot of pasta sauces are really sugary Mm -hmm. and you can cut back on that and make your pasta sauce use natural sugars instead of a bunch of added sugar that might come in like a prego or ragu uh, yeah ragu like one of those yeah so it's healthier i think it tastes better and you can just make it keep it in your fridge for like literally months like it's pasta sauce it keeps i don't know about months maybe weeks (laughs) i'm not gonna go on record with months i'm gonna say weeks (laughs) don't get food poisoning (laughs) yeah don't get food poisoning make sure it's not moldy or anything but all you got to do is make pasta and then yeah. you put your sauce in and you've got a whole meal right there with the rice. All you got to do is make your fish or your chicken or your tofu or put veggies in there or put veggies like in it. You have so many options to replace meat with mm-hmm. veggie, which is also delicious. And you can have so much veggie like people, I think, and this is what I struggle with with salads. Like people will make a salad the same size as if it was like a bed of rice and a piece of chicken like that's the portion Mm -hmm. you can have a huge salad that's still less calories than like just eating that Mm -hmm. fish or whatever it is the rice and chicken so take advantage of vegetables because you can have so many of them Mm -hmm. um and there's they are filling once you eat the right amount of it like you can't say, well, I'm just going to eat a side salad as my salad. Like that's yeah. not enough food for me. At least I can't yeah, no, do that. 100%. But for, I guess for some people maybe. So I don't think we meal prep so much as we just make food with the intention of having leftovers for more meals right. down the road, which is easy because you don't have to make a full meal every night, yep. but it's still healthy and saves you like the headache because you don't have to commit to having like the same thing mm-hmm. or like plan your whole meal out. You can be flexible with it, um, but still make sure that everything you're eating isn't like packed full of preservatives or stuff like that. Yeah. Don't they say like when you go grocery shopping, you should stay at the perimeter. Like that's where all of the like healthier stuff is. I think I heard that once where Interesting. Yeah, no, in the I aisles in the it. center, that's where you have most of your like unhealthier foods and snacks and whatever. But when you go around, it's like your produce yeah. is on this side and then it's your meats or whatever. And I mean, dairy. It's all got to be refrigerated. Right. Yeah. And so everything in the center is supposed to be less healthy. I don't know if that's true for every well, single place, but I mean, it's I probably just the stuff in the center has more preservatives or yeah. it has to be made in a way where it can sit on a shelf, whereas everything on the edges is fresh, right. which is, yeah, I guess that's right. And thinking about most of how we shop, I think we stick to the perimeter pretty consistently. Yeah. And only go in for like oils and sauces. Yeah. We also make a grocery list before we go, which oh, yeah. I think helps us because 
they put the aisles <laughs> and this where is you directly at me no 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 no. it they, is 100 percent from no, yesterday it's, it's the way that they position it it's like you have to when the line is long you go down these aisles which have a ton of snacks and delicious food that you want to eat and it's so easy to be tempted by them because it's like oh that i don't know whatever that is that cookie or whatever looks really good I'm just going to grab it really quick because it's really cheap and it's all on sale. Like it's always on sale. Yeah. So yesterday we went grocery shopping (laughs) and the line was super long and Sam looked over and saw, what was it? Zebra cakes? It was zebra cakes, oatmeal cream pies. Um, there were two more things. Oh, it was like that uh, wafers. Yeah, those yeah. wafer cookies or whatever. Um, and a bunch 179 of 179 for a whole box. Yeah. Do you know how many? Oh my goodness. It's so cheap. And oh. they're always on sale. But what I told him was I feel like we're just being tempted. Like they put this here for a reason mm-hmm. for you to buy it. And we have a grocery list. Just stick to the grocery list. Like and that's all we need to do. We have ice cream at home. It's yeah, okay. and we have ice cream at home always. So, we don't need it. And I think making that grocery list before keeps you on track instead of like we're just going to go to the grocery store and get whatever we think we need in the moment. Because then you go down a rabbit hole of like, we need 50 types of cheese. And then we need like all of this junk food. And yeah. we need all of this ice cream and whatever else. Instead of saying we need veggies. Because like sometimes veggies aren't as exciting for some people. Yeah. Including myself. Like I would rather eat a tub of ice cream instead of veggies sometimes. So I would also recommend grocery list before you go yeah there's definitely a few times where like in college i'd go to the grocery store like i need stuff for this meal and then i get home and i'm like oh i got like three kinds of chips but i don't have anything to eat for dinner (laughs) so So it looks looks like like we're gonna scrounge something up (laughs) yeah i don't know i mean it happens what is like your favorite meal to cook I really like making tacos mm. and like taco meat, chicken, yeah. marinating it for like really, really long time. And then, yeah, yeah, that's make my, really good tacos. That's my favorite. And pickling radishes and jalapenos is something mm. I like doing as well. So, yeah. How about that's you? A good one. I think, gosh, I don't know. I like making uh, anything with rice noodles. I mean, my favorite winter meal is pho. Yeah. By far. I think, but obviously you don't want pho when it's hot out and humid. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know. I like making, making like a rice noodle dish with tofu and some sauce um, and getting creative with like Asian sort of inspired spices and ingredients. I think their flavor profiles are so sick and can really boost a meal so easily. Um, so anything with like, any asian profile for me is the most fun thing to cook that's fire yeah that transitions well into our next episode does it no oh okay because the next episode we are going to be trying (laughs) as many kinds of old dutch chip as we can find old dutch chips for those of you who don't know what an old dutch chip is go buy it go buy it go so we i'm gluten-free as all of you know by this point and all of their kettle chips are gluten-free mm-hmm. and they have what like 10 different flavors now 10 yep. or 11 so we have gone out 
and bought as many flavors as we could find. (laughs) And we are going to be taste testing all of them and giving our feedback on every single flavor. So stay healthy, (laughs) eat healthy, and we're going to go eat chips. No, just kidding. We will work out that day. (sighs) Okay. Yeah, we will. So next week you can tune in to hear a bunch of crunch. Yeah. And... A little looser, less serious episode. Yeah. I think we want we had really we had really good podcasts up to this point. We wanted to let loose have a little fun with the fans. So on the top fans. of the chip <laughs> I don't know, I'm just trying to play the part. The audience. Yeah, exactly. But if there's any chips that you'd like us to try, just send them in. Because we'll do all the old Dutch, but we'll also try some <laughs> we'll of your try- fan Oh crap. What? I said fan again. Oh my god, you really are into the Some fans. of the audience favorites. Just say some of you guys. Well, okay, whatever. Yeah. Hindsight's 2020 over here. Yeah. But yeah, if you want us to try any chips, let us know cuz <laughs> we've got six kinds of old dutch, but we're so far. We we're might super go out open. And buy some more. Yeah, we're going to go buy more. <laughs> but we're also open to trying some of your favorites. So Chips are like our favorite snack, I think. 100%. It's the one thing we have. Whether it's a tortilla chip with guac or, you know, a barbecue chip. That's my jam. <laughs> for sure. Because it's vegetables. It's yeah. corn and potato. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True. So. So we're still healthy. We're so healthy. Awesome. Okay. Well, thanks everyone for listening to this podcast. We love you all. We hope you have an amazing week and we will talk to you soon yeah see you later bye bye Rolly.